1: A silver fox, you can't put in a box. Vice president of PR for the wellness company. That sounds mysterious. Chris Barron. He's not sitting on a porcupine, he just looks like he is. <laughs> Writer and comedian Joe Mackey. like a ceramic tile, often found on the bathroom floor. Fox News contributor, Cap <laughs> And he once gave Paul Bunyan a wedgie. My massive sidekick in the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Tyrus. <laughs> Tyrus, I go to you first for no particular reason. Uh-huh. You know, do you agree
2: that memes can be a form of white supremacy? No. Unless it's a meme saying, I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's is, a great meme. <laughs> I think then they'd be like, you <laughs> right. Like yeah. they still wouldn't believe you. Yeah. This is the nail, hopefully the final nail in the coffin for CNN. Mm-hmm. Like this. This is insulting and ridiculous. (laughs) You know, the fact Michael Jordan, literally, I think everyone in here has something in their closet somewhere with a swoosh on it. Yes. Michael Jordan transcended, then changed the game. And when he cried, it was a big deal. Uh And everyone did. And everyone posted it. It's a it's a it's a a term of endearment that you have transcended so many things when you make a comment or a funny statement or a meme that everyone from all walks of life creed and color wants to be a part of it that could not be more of a greater show of lack of racism in this country mm-hmm. to where we can all laugh together i post memes and videos of don rickles all the time yeah so now am i anti-jew Like, (laughs) how stupid is that? I love the guy. And even though if I was sitting in his audience, he would have destroyed me. And I would have loved every second of it. (laughs) But, you know, it's amazing what you just said.
1: It's it's an example of how the left and the woke in general are against sharing.
2: Like sharing is a sign of something bad when, in fact, we should be celebrating. I celebrate all the time. I get an email from somebody from like Korea, like you're my favorite wrestler. I don't be like, how dare you, <laughs> sir? Yes. You know, like, you, you embrace that. You love that. You want people from all walks of life to laugh at you, with you. That's the whole point of the memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it, again, it's over. Yeah. It's, it's going to be CN now. Yeah. Just take the N off. Take the N off. <laughs> should Complete be, nonsense. Instead of CNN, it should be C okay. ya. Complete nonsense. That's what they are. Joe, how
0: you doing? Yeah. I'm doing good, Greg. I've got... Uh, I, I think Tyrus can back me up on this. I've got my finger on the pulse mm-hmm. of black America. Yeah. <laughs> and they are tired of of adding things to, to be offensive. You know, yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, the only two words you couldn't say were the N-word and irregardless. Yes. And I thought that was a better world. It's not the problem that we're, we got so many things that are offensive. It's that we're adding so many offensive. Uh, a lot of people just weren't, made fun of enough when they were kids, so they can't, they can't deal with it, you know? <laughs> we needed more bullying. Yeah, we, I mean, when you say something that offends someone, they put the person that said that into sensitivity training, mm-hmm. when it should be the other way around. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> That's a great point. Chris, why is, why is CNN... Still doing this. Weren't they supposed to turn that truck around
3: and become kind of, like, sane? Here's here's my question. What is the editorial process (laughs) of CNN? I mean, honestly, like, it's fine. Like, this guy is trying to, like, get as many clicks as possible. But you have an editorial process in place so that insane stuff doesn't actually end up, you know, on your (laughs) website. And here, the people, the, the brain trust at CNN got together and was like, I think this is a great idea. The the dude actually used the words, uh, the most insidious form of racism. Not just, (laughs) it's kind of racist, it's a little racist. (laughs) Like, literally, this is cross-burning, lynching habit. This is the most insidious (laughs) form of racism is sharing Ain't nobody got time for that meme.
1: Yes. That's it. That's the most insidious form. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, they always have to make whatever they're talking about seem worse than whatever they talked about before. They can't say, this is bad, but it's not as bad as the other thing that I was talking about before because that's really boring. Kat, how do you feel about memes in general? I have mixed feelings. I feel like they're like like, catchphrases in a way that they kind of replace thinking, you know? I'm so tired of the one of those guys in suits dancing. Do you know that everybody posts that meme? Do you know what I'm talking about? They're, like, at a garden party.
4: Yeah, I have friends who will always respond in the chat with, like, a, a gif or a meme. I'm like, can you just talk to me, please? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I don't think that, that many people are really that upset about this. I did see one guy who was, like... Thankfully, CNN's talking about this. Um, But basically what they're saying is that if you're a white person, you can't share it because, you know, you you can't understand. There there could never be a thought or a feeling that a black person that was expressing that you could relate to. Mm -hmm. So basically, that is placing the words and thoughts and feelings of black people into a separate category from the rest of humans. And to me, that is what sounds a little racist, actually. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite meme? I don't have a, I don't know. If you have a favorite meme, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you just
1: made a meme. I think the great thing about this show is we just made three memes out of Kilmeade, and those are going to be everywhere. <laughs> just like Kilmeade. Well, no, he just never leaves the building,
2: actually.
4: <laughs> if you need me, I'm here. <laughs> yes,
2: that's his, that's his meme. If you need me, I'm here. So we should get one like, hey, Killmead, go home. Yes.
4: <laughs>
2: All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: It seems Adam is Eve in the land of media make-believe. And pseudoscience reports there's no sex difference in sports. True, we used to celebrate women making history. Now the media is celebrating making women history. (laughs) First ESPN honored trans swimmer Leah Thomas in a segment all about celebrating women's history month. That's ESPN's idea of celebrating women in their absurd world of 2023. Leah, a biological male, was the first transgender athlete to win an NCAA Division I championship against biological women, destroying them in the pool. Cool. But if I wanted to see a woman come in second, I suggest the 2016 election. (laughs) Uh, Yep, red meat. Then NPR tweeted a report about the efforts to restrict sports to biological women only, which is something I require for my backup
2: dancers.
1: (laughs) But this joke news outlet argued that there was, quote, limited scientific evidence of physical advantage between biological men and women. Really? Limited scientific evidence of physical advantage? (laughs) Why not world history? Last time I laughed that hard, I broke the women's bench press record. (laughs) NPR's original tweet was so stupid, they had to delete it and tweet a correction, clarifying limited scientific research involving elite trans athletes. Wait, so I guess now trans athletes aren't really men or women. But hey, to hell with actual female athletes who do live in the real world, like Riley Gaines, who has competed against Leah Thomas and Tide. She's raking ESPN over the coal, saying that if she were a woman working at that network, she'd walk out. She's a former 12-time All-American swimmer, and she did it without secret weapons, or as Leah calls them, testicles. Mackie, <laughs> in the green room, you were bragging that you uh, could take on any woman in any sport and crush them like a bug. That was your science.
0: I remember saying that verbatim, Greg. And, <laughs> and I'll, I'll say this, a lot, of, a lot of times I'll be having this conversation with women and I'll say, yeah, generally men are much better at sports than women. And they'll say, well, well, Ronda Rousey could, could kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Well, why is it always Ronda Rousey who's the tough lady and why is it always Joe Mackey that gets his ass kicked? <laughs> but I'll say this. I'll say this, Rhonda. You've been talking a whole lot of smack, and it's time we get this settled. January 1st, I'll see you in the swimming pool.
1: <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't pick a year. It could be any January 1st. Oh, I'm going to make some calls. <laughs> Chris, we were talking about putting the nail in the coffin of CNN. Doesn't it seem like ESPN is also pretty much dead and they're kind of programming out of spite there is no need for them to do this unless they're being run by like some lonely activists that are intent on driving their audience away
3: i i don't know so i've got a conspiracy theory okay Okay, don't start booing. Women's sports is completely unwatchable. It's terrible. Uh, so I think this is a conspiracy theory to finally destroy women's sports, so we never have to watch it again. <laughs> this is it. ESPN is—they—they they were forced to run things like women's volleyball and women's soccer. That's my I, conspiracy theory.
1: That is your. That is. I want to make sure. To make Everyone the point. knows it's his. I love women's volleyball. It's exciting. It's yeah. better than men's volleyball, right, Joe? Yeah, you just donated ten thousand dollars.
2: I did. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So the water of you.
1: Fund. Yes, yes. Kat, you're all about people living their lives. Yeah. Yeah. What do you make of the ESPNers and Women's History Month doing this, huh? Well... Does it get your goat?
4: Well, I, you know how passionate I am about Women's History Month. <laughs> <laughs> Every year, I'm like, it's almost here. <laughs> uh, I think the... Well, the NPR headline, I think there's been so much focus on, well, that's so woke and stupid. Look at these woke, stupid idiots. But I actually don't think that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I think that by saying what they did, that there's effectively no reason why someone who was born a male and went through male puberty might have an unfair advantage against a woman. By saying that, what they effectively did is by process of elimination, they're saying that the only reason that these athletic organizations would be doing this is because they just hate trans people Mm -hmm. and that they're transphobic, which is a smear of these organizations that's unfair and also minimizes real instances of transphobia. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's horrible, and regardless of where you stand on any issue, you should be able to recognize that. It's just obviously not the case.
2: Mm -hmm. Tyrus, uh, you're an athlete. You're the only athlete here, I believe, right? Well, we're working on that with Joe. we got some swimming training coming up.
4: (laughs) (laughs) AYSO soccer over here. Oh, I did AYSO as Mm -hmm. well. Not that CYA i good. Yeah, I, I play golf. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't
2: play golf, do no. you? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you, are there like two ESPNs? No, uh, there. Unfortunately, Disney uh. is ESPN. So they did to ESPN what they did to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. They made it un. The you know, is unwatchable now. It's all virtue signaling and equity hires. Mm-hmm. So they put people in there that really don't, are not there to do sports, they're there to push their agendas and push their issues. And, you know, I just find it offensive that, I mean, that'd be like, it's Black History Month and, uh, Downey Jr. is the black athlete for his role in uh, Tropic Thunder, <laughs> which was phenomenal. By yeah. the way, was if you've never seen that movie, he was funny as hell. Yeah. But the point is, I don't think it would go over too well. <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't. You know? uh, but here's the thing. It's like women don't count, so to speak. Like, you could just decide to be a woman one day and you win the award. Right. So it's like right now, biological women gets, haven't won a major award on ESPN. And forever. And it's just it's just laughable to me. And you're right. It's just virtue signaling. I'm not taking the pulse. Anyone? I don't. And it's it's a joke to say that somebody who knowingly was placing 80th mm-hmm. in swimming competition was not a factor in in men's college sports suddenly had a change of faith, a change of gender, and is now winning at a high level, and is being celebrated for it. It shouldn't be. She should be being investigated for it. Mm-hmm. What was the reasons for that? But we we got to stand up for a women. We got to not take this because my daughters play sports. I love women's sports. I'm a huge. I watch the, the World Cup. I watch men and women's soccer. There is a fan base out there. It's not as big as men. They have a right to do. What they do, but to be mocked like this because when you're gonna draw the line? Mm-hmm. You know, we saw the the horrible side effects when we had transgender athletes in UFC fighting. They put. They're putting a stop to that. But when's it gonna when when are we going to stop it? How many girls are going to lose scholarships? Or even worse, be turned away from it because of the sensationalism of what ESPN... The highest moment as an athlete, any athlete, is to be on ESPN. It used to be, no, 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 you wanted your top ten moment. Now they don't. Yeah, you know what you said to me? And it was so obvious, a
1: solution. Do you remember what you said to me what the solution is? Yeah, let them play in ours. Yeah, if you're a, a, a trans female, which is male Males to female, over. you still got to play with yeah, men. Play with men, and then when you win, you'll really be celebrated. Exactly, exactly. And then no one will think that you're cheating. No. And it's like you're still you still have the male advantages because you grew up as a male. You had the hormones in puberty, so
2: you just play with the guys. A major platform. Yeah. So to, to talk about your journey and who you are. Exactly.
0: All right, Joe. Do you have any dates you want to plug? Greg, I'm coming up uh, in uh, Northfork. Nebraska this weekend. I got Cuyahoga Falls. I got Buffalo Helium. JoeMackey.com. You'll find them all there. Thank you.
1: Wow, that's pretty good. You got JoeMackey.com.
0: JoeMackey.com. I got the uh, the hey. URL before uh, before you did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tyrus? Uh, uh, Tyrus Live. It's, you hit my link tree. I'm going to be in. Omaha. I'm going to be in Fresno, California, Houston, North Carolina, South Carolina, Montana. We're going to be everywhere this summer. And of course, you can get my all-American, American Tyrus new action figure on MajorPods.com. So check it out. Kat,
1: when's your book a-dropping and where can people order it?
4: Three weeks from today. All oh yeah, right. has his. Yeah, right there. there. Pre-order it. You can put wherever books are sold. You wherever know? books are sold. All right. Thank you, Chris Barron. He has nothing to plug.
1: Joe Mackey, Cat Tip, Studio Artist, Fox News, and Nine with Dreamy J. I'm drinking all of you, America. Listen ad free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad free on the Amazon Music app